Hello, hello, hello again. Melanie Keeter, another mommy running, and this is episode two. We are going to talk about unschooling. So if you have been following my journey, you know that I have worked for a few different companies, and one of the companies that I use to showcase my class offerings is a company called OutSchool out of California, and they allow for a marketplace similar to Teachers Pay Teachers, where you put up your classes and they advertise for you and help you schedule classes. They provide a platform, they provide uh, data pieces, they do a pretty decent job with outside advertising on social media, on different websites, and you pay just like you would on Teachers Pay Teachers, you pay a service charge for all of this and it allows you to upload all of your classes, keep a schedule, and get out there and do multiple pieces of educational consulting, and I love it. So I discovered it last year, but my son was still home with me. So it was really, really hard for me to commit to those classes unless my kids were not awake or were not here. And I began to build my box of classes while he was awake. And that gave me a chance to create curriculum, do some research, and kind of understand this idea of unschooling as opposed to homeschooling. And so at first I thought they were opposites. But I have actually found that they can work together, that they are defined in different ways. So staying home instead of going to school could be considered homeschooling. The idea of unschooling or de-schooling allows the child huge control over their curriculum, their learning path, their learning styles, their materials, their scope and sequence, their modality of learning, and it is not curriculum driven. When I began my class Reading on Demand, I met with a mom who homeschools her children and they do a variety of things and they were really interested in taking private reading instruction in a different way. So the child pretty much was in control of what we were going to read and what we were going to do with it and how we were going to get there. And my job was kind of just to fill in the gaps of pieces that would make it more difficult to access 
what they were excited about. And so through graphic novels, through learning about how to write uh, scripts for plays, through design, we have just completely revolutionized what reading, writing, speaking, and listening in a balanced literacy setting could be when a child takes control of it. And I started to advertise this idea for other parents and meet with them. And my first question at every initial consultation was, well, what does your child love? What is your child interested in? What is your child engaged in? And that drove whatever our four-week sessions were. Now, these parents are goal-driven, and they definitely want their children to be learning. However, it's not a students will be able to, at the end of 30 minutes, recite all of the nouns and verbs, spell them correctly, and write them in a sentence. When we sit down to read together, one of my favorite is the Zoe and Sassafras series. That lesson could take seven different angles because we might be introduced to the idea of herbivores, carnivores, and omnivores, and the child has never even heard of this food chain. So they ask a question like, what does that mean? What is she talking about? And the learning starts there. So we're no longer trying to get through chapter two and answer a bunch of comprehension questions. Then we start to pull apart. Well, let's break down carnivore and let's talk about meat. And do you know any other animals that are just meat eaters? And now let's, let's create an animal, our own imagination, which is where the Zoe series goes. And it's Wonderful. I should probably do an entire podcast on what this series can do for children engaged in science. But the lessons can go from Paw Patrol and Hoverboard to understanding poetry just based on the child's interests, the child's questions, and what the child needs to be able to do to understand what they want to read. And so it's putting the learning and the steering in their hands. And I'll tell you, I get through some of my lessons with my kids and I'm really just a coach. I'm I'm really just blown away by how much self-learning they want. And they, they just want me to help them find the answers, help them explain the answers, help them make sense of their questions. And we've done some really, really amazing things. So you might have seen different posts about unschooling and thought, well, that's just against the system and that's just parents you know, being against public education or, or being against the way that standardized tests have taken over, which was, you know, kind of what I thought it was at first when I jumped from public ed into private schooling, homeschooling, unschooling, but that's not it. It's all about self-directed learning. And I'll tell you, there are days where I, um, 
worry about what the quality of education is that is put in front of my children. I wonder what, I, I love the teachers, but I know that the teachers have limited control because I've been one. And I know when I see some of my first graders homework, I'm like, oh crap. I remember how hard this concept is for kids. It really doesn't work with a six-year-old who's trying to understand just how to make a story out of pictures, but I see where the teacher's going because by the time they want the kid to take the third grade EOG, yada, yada, yada. And, and some of you are speaking my language and some of you don't have a clue what I'm really referring to, but I know that my kids are the biggest questioners I've ever met in my life. They question everything and it's my fault because I question everything. But I hope that they're not getting squashed with their questions at school because the curriculum has to still be taught. They're at an amazing Montessori in the heart of Charlotte, in the Arts District, and the teachers are phenomenal. Dr. Patricia is phenomenal. The administration, everybody there, they work their hearts off. But I wonder, because of the stipulations of public ed, Common Core, North Carolina, how much kids actually get to question and discover on their own. And when does that stop? And when does the child ever get to feel the way that some of my kids feel, where they're in complete control of their learning scope for the day. They make mistakes and it's fine because they just want me to help them through the mistake to the next piece so that they can pick up the next series of that book or they can make a YouTube video about the book that they just read. And I, I find it so rewarding meeting these families on out school and meeting these children that are so fortunate enough to have a support at home and also the support of the online curriculum. It's just wonderful. We are going to produce some amazing leaders and that's what we need. This earth needs some amazing people to come out of it that question change, that want to learn, that aren't machines, that don't conform, that believe in making a difference, discovery. Oh, um, I have hope for the first time after coming out of public ed. I have hope because I see so many of these parents are saying no, to the societal conditioning and yes, to children loving learning. And that is going to make a huge difference on earth. It, it's unfortunate that it took so long for me to get this out there so that parents understand that unschooling is not taboo. 
and that children that are unschooled are not weirdos and that their parents are not weirdos or this, you know, it's time to totally debunk the myth of homeschooling and what homeschoolers are because I heard it a lot when I was on the other side of the fence and I've never felt more empowered and inspired working with these children all over the U.S., all over Canada, Europe, Australia, England. Oh, we've got some really bright kids that are coming up into this world to make, uh, you know, a future world. So that's great because my grandkids deserve it. You know, I, I look at some of these things that are happening today and I get frightened by what we've done in the United States and on Earth. But being a part of this unschool, it's great. It is, it's a relief to see that we do have a huge following of parents that believe in bettering the world. And so if you are curious about OutSchool, there are some really great classes for enrichment. I have some girls in a girl group that go to public schools and they use that class as an enrichment. It's also a great tool if you have a bunch of snow days or a child that might be sick. Um, it's easy to jump on to OutSchool and if you have any questions, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and I will be happy to help in any way that I can because it's, you know, it, it goes back to finding something that you're passionate about, which is always educating kids. And that, that will never leave who I am and who um, is in me, what parts of my heart I have, um, and the, the, just the love for constant learning and questioning. And I, I'm excited for our future. We have, we have a lot of great kids coming up, growing, and um, they're going to lead this, this place, this earth. I, I know it. They're, they're going to do some great things. So... Thank you for listening, and like I said, if you have any questions, you're curious, you want to learn more about unschooling, homeschooling, outschool, that's what I'm here for. Drop me a line, and thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week. 